celebration. Life, 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 sports, sports. A celebration. Welcome, America, to the TC and Jake show. A celebration of life through sports. Pick up the phone moment Monday. Live with you. From the Oval Office of the LifeLock Studios. And now, here he is, TC and Jake. What if David Stein did come upon this podcast without having ever heard it before? I can't hear you. Oh. No, I can't. Okay. What what do you think would happen if David Stein came upon this podcast like just randomly? Like no one primed him for it and he just heard an open from a show that he hasn't done in 10 years being used as uh, the open. Uh, you know, I bet he would be I mean, he would be rightfully confused, but I I, I imagine him as the type of guy who wastes no time getting right into what he's into today and that is uh Zionism. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think if you've got he an would... audience, you don't you don't have a lot of time to keep him captive, you know, attention wise. So I think he would probably tell us about his trips back to you know, time is a burn. Which I think was... that he would take the the general uh, you know the the showing up of his old open. I think he would take that as proof of uh, God working in our lives. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you know, you've known enough people like that that they don't see roadblocks. Like they see signs, signals, and they would say, he would say, "Look, I've touched these young men just like I touched that guy." You know, on pick up a phone moment Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's, there's two things. Monday, so, you know, TC can see me, but it's going to be tough to film this one. Um, you're probably not going to be. I can't turn off the fan. We have one total so shirt th- on the podcast. <clears throat> yeah. And I'm going to be drenched by the end of this. I turned off the window unit because it's loud. And uh, and the mic was just like picking it up way, way too much. Um, but the fan, the overhead fan, I don't think I can go zero air in here at all. And it, it dude. Based I on the noise, I, I, I thought someone might be assaulting the beach. Yeah, so that's the other thing, too, is uh, let me finish this first part first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's 75 to 90% humidity every day. Tight. And I don't even really know what that means. I just know it's, it only goes to 100. <laughs> yeah. So those are passing humidity grades to uh, excellent humidity grades. And I can't take, I can't turn the overhead fan off. It's on low, but I do have the window unit off. Um, I quickly then realized it because the window unit has been running so long in uh in this level of humidity that literally within moments of me turning it off my backpack was drenched from condensation which i did not factor in either the second thing is this shit you hear does not stop at any point in all 24 hours (laughs) what what is it that i'm hearing uh so our our little beach place doesn't do this because it's pretty chill um, there's like seven little bungalow type things and then you have access to the, to the beachfront, which they call a quote beach club. But in the case of our place, it's not a club at all. It just means they have places you can lay down and, uh, you know, a place to wash your feet off. But in every other one that I've seen adjacent to us, uh, and on both sides, it is a club and it is until probably, I mean, it's not 24 hours, but I would say at least until midnight and starting at six or seven, 
you are hearing 115 beats per minute the whole time. <laughs> Hell yeah. Finally, the life I wanted to lead. <laughs> it does not stop, dude. And it's not even like as you walk up and down the beach. I mean, I definitely want to set the scene for you here, but it's not like there's people like necessarily like dancing or partying. They're doing the same thing we're doing, which is like reading, except <laughs> at their place, it, they're reading and there's definitely like people drinking and stuff, but it's not a, a club vibe other than the music just does not stop. It helps me focus. Time. It's fucking insane, dude. Like. I don't know. We had heard about this a little bit, and it's really not prohibitive unless you have a microphone that can pick up everything around it. Um, it, it hasn't really kept us from sleeping, but it definitely does start early, and it's still going at night. So we've been using the uh, the sound machine pretty heavily because it's louder than the ocean. Like if you wanted to sleep with the door <laughs> open, it's, it's loud. We're not that far from the ocean, so you pretty much have to keep the white noise on the whole time or you're going to be hearing, uh, you know, David Guetta's tribute to George Floyd <laughs> from a roof from a rooftop. Really glad that made the rounds again yesterday. The world has been going uh, through some difficult a, times in America too. <laughs> I made this song last night for a man named George Floyd. It's like, oh, thank you for helping, David. <laughs> He's just thinking. Somebody about should it. elect you uh, Speaker of the House. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, no, for, for people who are not uh, Jake Kemp completists, uh, Jake is in uh, Tulum, Mexico, trying to uh, start his Instagram modeling career. Do I have that correct? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I can't remember if I, te- I think I texted you this, but it really does feel like if Instagram was a place. And I mean, I've done it, a little I, bit of, my understanding is that that's what it is. Like, you know, I've, I've yeah. never heard of Tulum until, uh, you know, everyone that Michael Sertain took a vacation there once a week yeah. for the last little while like it, it it does appear to be i i have i've never heard you you are the first person i know who is not an instagram model that has mentioned it really i thought that yeah. it was like kind of a code word in the in that group I, I was surprised to learn it was a real place it could be an epstein thing uh yeah or a, a you know sausage pizza you yeah, should go right. back through the the comic ping pong emails one day just for old time's sake <laughs> that'd be a lot of um, fun i'm sure <laughs> i think i think machine came down here maybe five years ago when it was just probably 10 years ago is when it really was sleepy and then five years ago it kind of just started to you know develop a little bit more and then i think now it's full-on it's uh yeah i i'm definitely one of the older people here you know you'll get in any place that's um pretty and pretty party time, you'll get your old Euro who's banana hammocking it, you know, sixty <laughs> yeah. year old guy who's. But other than that, there's not a lot of like. It doesn't appear to be a lot of mid to late thirties people here. It's it's and if they are, then they look exactly how you would imagine. Just uh, abs for the dudes, large asses for the women. Um, bathing suits, I feel like have come a long way in like the last fifteen <laughs> yeah. years. Yeah, I agree. Like, I feel like. I think we've talked about this, but I feel like the the sprawl of the porn industry is seen nowhere more than in bathing suits. And they're really not even that much more revealing. Like it's not a case of like when you were a kid. I think it's that they're strategically school. adding stuff. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like when you were in high school, you're like, oh, dude, that chick has like barely anything on that bikini. And like I've told you before, I'm not really that into that. 
Like I'm not, you know, I think there's a place for a little cloth, maybe more cloth, as opposed to if the other option is no cloth. And I think yeah. that the porn industry really has had a, an infiltration of swimwear that is seen no more, nowhere more than down here, uh, based on my observations. <laughs> so uh, did you take a car ride to go visit uh, wherever Dan studied? No, I guess I don't really know exactly where he was. I thought it, it was, was it uh, Merida. I'll have to look that up on a map. I mean, it's um, it's inland, but it's the big city in the Yucatan Peninsula. Okay. Yeah, so Tulum is just is pretty close to Cancun. And the thing that I would say, I went to Cancun once when I was really young, like probably 10. And from what I remember about it, the difference is there are no like resorts here. Okay. Like if you want to go to the place that's seven floors tall and has 10 rooms on a floor and has, you know, five restaurants in it, like that does not exist here. I mean, the probably give like, it a minute, right? There's no room. Okay. There's, there's really no room. I mean, I think that's that. And, and also I think they, they can charge more for these probably because, um, you know, that there's some places that are away from the water. Like we took a car ride yesterday and it's not beachfront, but it's basically like a, it's like, I think they call it a resort spa. And it kind of reminds me of like, you see those places in the hill country. Yeah, dude, that, that those you know, the <clears throat> stuff your wife posted to Instagram from where you were yesterday. I was blown away, intensely jealous. That's really the only kind of place I'm looking to be for the rest of my life, if possible. So I'm sure a lot of people have seen this, but if you haven't, because I really hadn't, I think I maybe heard the word but didn't know what it meant. Those are called cenotes. It's C-N-O-T-E-S, and they have a bunch of them down here, and they're basically just natural pools that are tucked into caves, and some of them are connected through a cave, and the one we went to was called uh, Casa Tortuga, which was the biggest one it was the most highly recommended one i'm sure there's others that are more off the beaten path and that you could go to on your own we had a, a guide and like a group of eight people it's 25 bucks you get a life jacket and a mask and you get about two and a half hours and they take you from pool to pool and the water is it's so clean that you can't wear sunscreen oh like wow. they mandate that you shower off in like, you know, one of the little outdoor showers or they will not let you get on, uh, you know, the tour to walk to the, to the pools. Like you just, it's, it's perfect. Are you worried about the getting waters, burned? I was a little worried about getting burned in that part, but also there's a lot of cave overhang when you're in the water. Um, you're not really in direct sun too much on, on that part. Um, but I mean, you can see to the bottom, even though if they're like 40 feet deep, there's, uh, it, it's like an underwater jungle almost and it's just perfectly clear if you look up from underneath like we tried to take some pictures with the gopro excuse me from underneath and it's so clear that it, it just ref you can't see the top like you can't see above the water it just reflects the under back up on top um and it's fresh water so like you don't have to worry about if you don't like getting salt water in your face or your mouth whenever you try to go under when you're snorkeling or something so that plus like i've always been pretty freaked out of caves um, and then caves that are like in the water, I didn't really ask any questions. And then all of a sudden this guy was like, all right, come through here, follow my flashlight. And it's like dark and the stalactite might don't remember that day in class. They're like three feet off the water. So like you can't, your head is above and you're following this light and that's it. And then you do that for maybe like two or three minutes. And then all of a sudden, boom, 
you just opened up into another pool where the like the sunlight is shining down on it. It's pretty intense, dude. I'm not gonna lie. And again, it was like 25 bucks. It's nothing for rocks. two and a half hours. Yeah, I mean they're they're honestly better than any like beach or. I don't know. It was like the clearest water I've ever seen outside of like maybe certain parts of, of whitefish. Yeah. Um, and certainly not as cold as whitefish and also surrounded by a uh, by cave overhang. So, yeah, that was pretty sweet and also definitely a place where a lot of people were trying to get the gram off. Um, it's just funny, dude. It's a perfect place for you of liking to see or take pictures of people taking pictures because, I mean, <laughs> I I'm talking like, like full on like – boyfriend is there but there's also a photographer and boyfriend's kind of oh, yeah. like all right you know maybe turn this way a little bit like maybe leg up a little bit but he's not taking the pictures he's like he's directing it's insane yeah no um you know i, I i'm familiar with that phenomenon from mike talking about it and like do you want to guess yeah. whether he uh is excited the boyfriend is there or maybe has reservations <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's my impression that uh boyfriends will fuck up a shoot you know faster than anything you could imagine actually uh there's a recent entourage episode i was watching that also made this point god damn it two weeks in a row they uh they just they accurately reflect life dude i think that's what we're seeing you're seeing it. well there's there's no doubt that if that show were still on there would have oh, been an yeah. entire episode or maybe 100 <laughs> like based on on this area so um yeah, dude, it was funny because, like, right as I was walking back up here, I was like, man, I don't even know what I'm going to talk about. Like, I made a bunch of notes for the trip and stuff, but uh, it's not over. You know, we're not really halfway through yet. So yeah. I don't really want to just beat people down with another one of these next week. But then um, the place next to us, which is definitely a little more, uh, you know, club vibey, <laughs> this dude who was sitting uh, on, a, on a beach chair lounger thing. Uh, and he's he's ripped, you know. He's got uh, Euro soccer hair. He's got a bunch of tattoos worse than mine. And uh, he was reading "Rich Dad Poor Dad." <laughs> I was like, "Boom!" <laughs> that's yeah. that's really all I need to say. Like, yeah, bro, I'm totally gonna move down here, do a little real estate. Like, all right, man. Yeah, once you finish up that "Rich Dad Poor Dad," like, and you complete the Tony Robbins circuit. A lot of I'm big sure dreamers be, down I'm there. Sure you'll be cashing on in. Let me tell you another thing that's weird too. Is so um, we're about a fifteen minute drive from the city. Like we're in the beach uh, area, like you know, away from the town a little bit. It's only like fifteen, maybe twenty minute car ride. Um, and when you get to there, that's where like they have the ruins, and the ruins actually do tuck up to the beach. The beach just curves around a little bit. So to my mind, and I'm sure there are others. These are the only ruins out there that you can find that are on the ocean. Um, so if you Google anybody like Tulum ruins, you clearly can see a that mistake by uh, ancient peoples. Yeah, dude, this shit is beautiful. Like, like build like, some shit you, by the oceans, guys. Yeah, and obviously it helped them tremendously for trade. Like you know, you listen to the tour guides and read all the little signs and stuff. But I mean, I've seen a couple of those before, and they're cool. But at a certain point, you are kind of like. All right, I've been here like half an hour, and this is kind of the same thing over and over. Like, the ones in Belize were cool, but they were mainly cool because there were howler monkeys in the trees. The ones that I've seen in some other places are cool, but it's like, I don't know, you kind of get it after a minute. Yeah. These were a little bit more interesting because, you know, they're built on the ocean, uh, and it's a perfect part of the ocean. So, 
But when you get into town a little bit, it's totally different, obviously, because there's not a bunch of, you know, little, you know, um, palapas and, uh, and, and whatever you would call these huts and clubs. But the food is so much different. Like I got down here and was like, all right, it's, you know, it's pozole time. It's pastor for every meal. It's, uh, you know, they just don't have that down here. What do they like have? on the beach. Fuck, like uppity type, you know, uh, chef inspired forward fusion. Like, I mean, it's definitely still like Mexican food, Mexican seafood, but it's like, you know, it's a type of shit that you would book at home for like Valentine's Day if you wanted. Like, it's not like a taco stand. Yeah. It's, it's shit with pumpkin seeds in it and octopus. Mm. And you can't and like, eat dude, octopus I'm, now. Never. And it's on every menu. And so a lot of them have pictures, which is a traumatic, a traumatic experience. But yeah, like we went in town yesterday and the meal I had there is the best one I've had. And I got two places, you know, for tomorrow that are like food stands. Nice. Whereas like where we are down here, it's, <laughs> there's none of that. There's no like just pop in and grab like three tacos for five bucks. It's like, hey, I can sell you uh, these uh, shrimp um, sopes for 25. I'm like, Jesus, dude, this is, it doesn't feel in that regard like traveling to Mexico is what I'm saying. Yeah, that's interesting. Like typically when you go to Mexico, you are <laughs> thinking like, all right, I'm going to eat a lot of sh- of street food for cheap at least that's the way i've thought of it and and done that in others you know central and south american countries before yeah i wonder if that's that's a little different you know i mean i I feel like this is the uh the cutting edge of resorts you know like you're saying that you know the short time ago it wasn't really a resort and so i i want i'm sure that the people that uh you know the global leaders that are in charge of developing these kinds of things um, are learning lessons as they go along. And yeah, uh, can we pump the tourists for more money on food? Sounds like one that they might have picked up. Oh, yeah, for sure. And because a lot of people that are down here, I don't know where they get their money, but they're definitely not like searching for the cheapest tacos like I am. And I've asked the dudes who work here, you know, because they're all they don't live in Tulum Beach, you know, and I'm like, dude, where do I just go get like <laughs> lengua? And they're like, not down here, dude. So hmm. <laughs> take a walk if you need to. What about that dope, uh, dude? Okay, so that's a weird thing too. Is like I I don't I don't know if, if like I know the pot is decriminalized, but I really don't even know is it legal. I mean, you're the one in Mexico. You tell me. Uh, I I think that it is like a. It's not illegal to have it, but I, I don't know that there are stores. See, that's what I think the case is. I think this is just like last year. Um, but but here's the thing is that even though it's not – a you, there's not like coffee shops and there's not like stores like there are in recreational states in America, even with that, there's tons of places called like Med 420 – you know, and basically they're head shops and places that sell CBD, but they are, of course, like adorned with pot flowers everywhere. And it says like, you know, pre-rolls and you go in there and you're like, none of this is pot, which is really weird because it's advertised very much as a, you know, hey, it's store 420. But I'll tell you the other thing that's weird about that is every pharmacy has a sign out front for like anything you could imagine. Okay. Like what? Like HGH, 
Hell yeah. uh, over the counter Viagra. Like there was a drug that was really popular. Haven't tried it yet. Not saying I won't. Uh, there was a drug that was popular. I remember, like in the '90s, called Soma. It's a, like it's a painkiller, and they're pushing that pretty hard here. Uh, all the signs also say travel drugs. Ask about the travel drugs inside, which I can only assume is Xanax. <laughs> but I think you can just walk in here and buy <laughs> Xanax. No problem. And it's got a whole list of other shit, like cortisol, which is the NFL painkiller. Um, yeah, I think as far as like pharmaceuticals, it's all bets are off. And yeah, they there's an HGH sign every three blocks. So I'm I'm on weedmaps.com, a good resource for anyone uh, needing maps of weed. And uh, they're saying that... Uh, there's been a lot of legal back and forth, but the country does seem poised to finally make good on the promise of medical legalization with a more modern, uh, yeah, with a more modern approach sometime in 2021. So hopefully yeah. they'll have something soon, but it certainly doesn't sound like you can go buy it in a store now. Uh, you're just going to have to get by with fucking <laughs> Xanax just- and HGH combos. With, with a little vodka floater, or not vodka, uh... Uh, Viagra floater. <laughs> yeah. Just get ripped and have a hard penis that doesn't really work. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up, dude. That's that's the good life. Go ask that European dude you saw on the beach. He'll tell you. He gets it. Yeah. So obviously the other thing too is is that uh, this is I, I imagine you could see this even at like resorts in Cancun, you know, that are pretty commercial. Is tits out, no problem. That's okay. not an issue. I didn't know. Um, for for the for the ladies, uh, what else? Yeah, I guess that's all I got from the first couple days. Um, yeah, that music is so fucking loud, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, it just uh, stop, I, I consider it, just it an asset. It's adding to the ambiance. Uh, oh, yeah. <clears throat> I was going to tell you this. Are we cutting out. No, 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 you're good. Okay. Uh, So this is also not common to Tulum uh, in in probably most places in Mexico. But I definitely remember thinking this in Thailand and for sure in like Hong Kong. The thing about a place like this on the beaches, there's one road. Mm -hmm. There's one road that goes all the way down the beach. They're not side streets. They're not left turn, right turn. If you're turning left, you're going into a place. Mm -hmm. So there are no intersections. There's no stop signs. There's no lights. There's one road. And that road is pretty thin. And you pretty much go everywhere walking or on a bike, which is great for like I've been keeping track of my dumb little fitness app. And, uh, you know, it's it's wild how much like one. Uh, not having to freak out about your job constantly uh, improves your heart because like I've been sleep- my sleeping is incredible my recovery is incredible but I'm also like burning a ton of calories and you know getting a lot of strain in because you walk everywhere or you swim that also comes with the ever present notion that you are about to be run over <laughs> yeah I mean dude they play so fast and loose with Sometimes there's a sidewalk. Sometimes there's not. The streets are basically big enough for two cars to pass each other and with uh, an envelope between them. And that's about it. And then a lot of times there's a, you know, a small motorcycle or bike trying to go around that. And then you're kind of over on the side of that. And especially at night, dude. I mean, 
it's fun being able to walk everywhere, but you you gotta be you gotta keep your head on a swivel. Like I'm surprised you don't see somebody get hit by a car every day. I mean, I it's think a lot. You, I think a lot of people do. Yeah. Yeah, no, when you're, when you're describing that road design, it. it does not seem optimal. No, it's not. I mean, it's it's tiny. It's super, super narrow, and uh, there's a lot of tourists out walking around. Yeah. And a lot of people on bikes and motorcycles who definitely rented them, you know, which is a complicating factor to does everybody know what the the laws are here? Yeah. So, yeah, it's fun being able to walk everywhere, but... If I die, know that I died a a ripped corpse with a hard penis. <laughs> uh, an Oscar Tavares situation, possibly. Yeah, all the. I think he was in a car, though. I think he might have been in a car. He, but. I think he was one of the ones driving too fast on a narrow road in the car. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, anyways, uh, we have a big date May 1st that I now worry is in jeopardy because Ted Nugent is tested positive for COVID. That's uh, unfortunate. A mere, a mere 13 days after a video that he posted, you know, kind of denying its existence. And then I watched the one he did yesterday announcing it. And he's he's like, that's yeah, the sickest I've ever been. And he's like, it does exist, but it's definitely still a Chinese weapon. But he was supposed to appear with Glenn Beck in two weeks uh, in Dallas, a big event. Which I thought maybe we could get our buddy who shall remain nameless to make sure we could get into that. And uh, and I don't know now. Now I'm worried about the Nuge. Is it in Dallas? I thought it was a Fort Worth thing. See, I thought it was Irving. Don't put that on us. Oh, yeah. No, you're right. It, it was Irving. Because I think that is like where his... I think that's where Glenn Beck... I think that's where Blaze Up. Is it? Yeah, yeah you, like you must be right because it said like studios or whatever. I, for some reason, I mean, maybe it's just that like he lives in Trophy Club or something. I thought it was out there, but uh, yeah, you, 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 now, now I am realizing that I am wrong and you are correct. He may have upgraded. I really don't know. Yeah, but, I just uh, I remembered him having some association with uh, Trophy Club or Westlake or one of those. Well, I'm hoping that he makes it because I would really, really love for us to go to that since I missed out on the Trump rally at the AAC. Uh, that would make me very happy. Yeah, no, I'd I'd, I'd be happy too. Uh, I, I I remembered you were right about Irving because I did look at it and say like, well, at least it's a small commitment driving wise. Yeah, I don't I don't know that I would go to McKinney for uh for Ted Nugent and Glenn Beck, but but I Dude, live I next know. to that Irving. Sounds- to me, that sounds awesome. Like, just to, to behold what that... I mean, dude, almost a 100% chance that you're going to get a surprise appearance by by Jay Ryan. Almost yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if not her, then Shelly Luther, and maybe they come out and do like a medley, you know? I think yeah, that's... I bet that Jenna is probably not going to be on stage. Uh, as she is noted on her Twitter feed, she hasn't been embraced in the way she was hoping for by the... Uh, the actual right, but uh, as far as whether or not she'll buy a ticket and show up and uh, possibly like uh, yell at the top of her lungs at certain points, I'll I'll bet that uh, I'll bet that we could get that done. Yeah, and that doesn't make any sense either, right? Because like she's got to be, you know, rightfully looking at uh, MTG, uh, yeah. MTG and being like, "What's what? the difference? <laughs> what? Yeah." What is this distinction you've drawn? I don't know. I, I, I'm confused by, like, 
on the one hand, it makes a ton of sense to me to not make the face of your movement the crazy lady who can't like keep a single thought together. Um, but on the other hand, it's weird they're learning that lesson now. <laughs> when yeah, they've uh, they've they've had uh, some struggles with uh, picking up that piece of advice before. Yeah, no. If I were her, I would wonder why the the gate had been shut immediately before my arrival there. Yeah, and that just goes back to something that I don't really want to spend much time on here because I've been trying not to think about it. It's just, it's crazy because I just don't, like, maybe this is something we can think about in a few days and people can tell us, like, who's the normal conservative right now? Like, is there anybody that, like, after yesterday didn't, like, because, dude, I saw so much stuff filtering in of, like, you know, this entire Minneapolis situation is 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 black lives matter related like this the embrace of the q thing like is there just any like regular schmegular dude who's or or lady who's like yeah i don't know like that shit seems nuts but i also have a possibly incorrect belief about how the economy works and, and that's kind of my whole deal like it's like it just doesn't even you can't even like debate you know yeah that's why stuff like yesterday you're like what's the point there's no point i kind of like it this way better you know because like i i find what what the thing that you're talking about like i find their economic views to be like more abhorrent like i think that they do more real world damage to actual people and that's what i care about you know like as any rightful person should you know um and so you know but but trying to raise that point you know just to like be like man you know uh, that president's uh, economic policies really uh, increase the gini coefficient like uh you know no no one's going to hold a rally over that i mean like they fucking should and like indirectly they do you know like whenever whenever the populace is uh is super fucking wound up about something um i i, I tend to think that what they're actually wound up about is inequality and they just you know uh have have struggled to diagnose things but uh, you know, well, isn't the, isn't the problem that the, that the people who care about that more just ride the other thing in and get that done anyways? Yeah, but so, but I I think what's going on here though, like where like bright lines are being drawn, you know, like no, like if you're a non-insane person, like you know, seeing all these Q people going on about whatever, uh, you know, people have tended to uh, really recoil in horror at that. And I think that they should have recoiled in horror about the economic policies, but we have, you know, the entire history of this country to see that that's not what happens. So the fact that they have shifted, that they have kept uh, ghoulish economic policies while moving so far culturally that like, uh, you know, some people are like, oh, holy fuck. Um, I kind of, you know, I, I can live with that state of play. I, I don't, I don't hate that. Like, it, you know, well, now, now we end up agreeing, you know, like now, uh, it, for slightly different reasons, but like people hate Marjorie Taylor Greene as much as I do. Uh, and you know, we just don't have to worry about the specifics, right? Yeah, I guess it'll come down to, you know, how much their hatred of her, uh, limits her. But I hadn't really thought about this. And I saw somebody point this out on, uh, on the social the other day, like these people are definitely going to start running for like very local office, like your school board, you know, your the people that end up having to do with curriculum. Yeah. And like, there's a non-zero chance that by the time Izzy and Nora are in high school, a Texas textbook 
refers to Celine Dion as uh, a noted pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> it's not uh, a high chance, I but know. I think it's... <laughs> I think it's at least a a five percent chance that like Bill Gates is not remembered as the founder of Microsoft. <laughs> it's, it's, it's at least and don't even don't even try on Hillary. Like that one's gonna be that one's gonna be a layup. Yeah, I mean Bill Gates' Raiders, legacy please? is tricky because like what does Microsoft even do, dude? You make fucking Clippy. Word. No one even uses that shit anymore. What the fuck is this? Yeah. How is there? How how have they not like folded? Clippy was your best idea. And you were not even able to support him. <laughs> like, the, the, you got a guy that can pay $2 billion for the Clippers because fucking there's Surface Pros out there? That's what I'm to understand? I, Microsoft confuses me. I'm not a business expert, though. I, most of it confuses me, you know? I don't know. I kind of feel like these days you are. Mm. You're a businessman. No. <laughs> uh yeah the raiders tweet was was something i don't really have anything else to say about it other than did it's you, still up there it, did you see the the like i i did not click the the article but i saw the headline that someone got to mark davis and he was like yeah yeah it was me it's my idea yeah and i kind of would have figured that like i guess he said that he heard that floyd's family had used that term but he was unaware that a lot of NYPD officers were wearing shirts that said, I can breathe after Eric Garner was killed. And he pulled a, uh, I'm going to take this moment to learn more and do a little more research and, and be introspective on this matter. Which is funny because I don't think a lot of people know this, or at least people who aren't pretty hardcore NFL fans. The Raiders are, despite being a shit organization on a lot of fronts, I think they are widely regarded as one of the more like progressive on race and even like gender issues when it came to hiring and and i think they've been thought of kind of as like a now you could definitely make the case that they were doing it out of self-interested rather than altruistic uh goals but how many times have we seen that be the reason something progressive happens Uh, most and like him specifically he's an incredibly interesting character i think our audience knows that and recalls the (laughs) <laughs> the one long feature with them where the standout thing that always uh, sticks out in my mind is that uh, he spends a couple hours every workday at the bar at Payway. No, and no, it's P.F. Chang's. Put some Chang's, respect P. on P. his Chang's. name. Yeah. But yeah, he uses the P.F. Chang's as his office. <laughs> Just <And> whatever, <laughs> like he was on the cell phone and so, like someone was asking him something. He's like, yeah, I'm at the office. And then looked yeah. at the P.F. Chang's bartender and gave him a big wink. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah, I don't know, phone, dude. I kind of see that, that guy as like a, a big hearted oaf, you know, like a, a, it, it, it would not surprise me in the slightest if he were like legitimate. I mean, you know, obviously he lived in the Bay Area. Uh, I, I, I could see him having genuine enthusiasm for multiculturalism. Like yeah, the regular standard white person idea of multiculturalism, you know? But like, I, I don't know. The other but, but owners... But compare that to most NFL owners. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like they're, you know, either like straight up racists or like bloodless business people. Like he's the idiot son of a guy who like got in really early, you know? Yeah. So like... Drives a, mini, drives a minivan. Yeah. Uses an old phone. Won't change his haircut. Yeah, like... And it just goes to show that, like, it, there's probably a number of people up and down that comms department that were like, please do not do this. But the one <laughs> thing that people that have that amount, amount of money do, even if they are for their own set a little bit more palatable, they do not. No one tells them anything. 
So I felt like he was trying to. I think his heart was in the right place. What do you think? Oh, and I guarantee you, it felt good coming off the bat. I mean, he, <laughs> <laughs> he definitely posted up at the at the PF Changs after that was over and was like, "All right, today's work is done. That's." That's gonna be that's a legacy defining moment for me right there. Like Not I, the way that I, it turned out to be. I just imagine him hitting send, yeah, and like putting the phone down on the PF Chang's bar, looking up as one single solitary tear rolled down his cheek, and he <laughs> looks at the like vaguely biracial bartender and is like, That was for you, bud. <laughs> We've had a lot of moments together and I just want you to know I have your back. You, you matter. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I felt, uh, it was weird having that come down whenever you're like not really paying attention to the internet and then gave myself about an hour of internet time. And during the time that I was on the internet, like a 15 or 16 year old in Ohio got killed by the cops, like after she called the cops. And I don't know anything more about that, but it was just like a very... Yeah. This just this is too much. Not just bad news, but all those certainly both bad news. Well, I guess you could call one of them good news relative justice, to the possibilities. What does that yeah. even mean? But yeah, it was just a, it's very weird, man. You just even if you take like the smallest little breaks, you get these these moments of realizing like just back to your point. Like there's just too much stuff. Too much stuff. Yeah, and like, you know, we're not fixed any of it, so maybe the best use of our lives is just figuring out, like, uh, how, uh, mapping out this network of caves that we can swim between. Yeah, I know, and I know we talked about this even just recently, but it's still, then I just feel, I don't know, it's not great to feel guilty about stuff you didn't have anything to do with, um, you know. Yeah, no, I just, just do like the full I just always feel like we here. should, uh, or that, that I should should pick a lane, you know, like I either do everything humanly possible to like change these things, or like you know just don't care about it and just focus on like the small view of like me and my family and like etc. Uh, you know, and like vote for progressive politicians, uh, you know, do, do the things that like actually like that's something that we can do that like does have an impact on people's lives, like down the road in some abstract way. Me sitting around in my house reading stories about like the verdict, uh, and, and working myself up emotionally. I, I don't see how that's doing anything for anyone else. Uh, so you know, I, I, that this this middle ground is like it's bad for me and it's not good for anyone else. So why why would we possibly pick that? Yeah. Hey, you want to know one other thing that's going to be kind of weird is because uh, I don't have like a ton of time left here, but we'll do another one this yeah. week. I promise. It just might be whenever I get home uh, on Saturday. I'm definitely going to have to take a COVID test here. Okay. Because even if you have a Vax card. Uh, you have to have one within 48 hours of departure. And I mean, that makes sense. That seems like a small price to pay. It definitely does. But uh, think about everything I was just telling you about like how this place is laid out. There are no... Well, probably if you are on your way into town by about 10 minutes, there is like a clinic. But this is going to be a either a trailer or basically something that would look like a taco stand. Yeah. And I've like, it's on the side of the road 
very much uh, in danger of being hit by a car, <laughs> like everything else on the side of the road. And you have to go get one there and wait. And of course, my mind goes like worst case scenario, like I could get a false positive. I guess I would just get another one the next day and see what happens. They're not cheap at all. Um, which I mean, look, I, the fact that they were free the first couple times at home was crazy to me. Yeah. I still don't even really know how that worked. <laughs> Unclear to me as well. Yeah. Like I kept waiting for like, you didn't need my insurance or anything. No, I, um, I called my, cause I did get my insurance and I called the company at some point and was like, so what is this going to cost me? And they were like, oh no, that one got picked up. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm halfway waiting for, like, the dude to do the jam. I hope it's – I would hope it doesn't have to be the deep jam because I'm about done with those. Um, but if it, if it is, and, like, for him to pull it out, come back, and, like, 15 minutes later look at it and go, my God, it's HGH and Viagra. <laughs> <laughs> it's entirely replaced this, his blood. This potency. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Just let him throw the plane back to Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> Your body is taken into study. Yeah. Well, that's all I got. I don't know if you had anything else you wanted to make sure you hit on this week. Nah, um, man. I I, I want to get out of here so you can enjoy your time in Mexico. I'm going to go ask that guy if I can borrow his book. Or like maybe just see if he'll <laughs> offer like a small like reading Give me the bullet type points. thing, you know? Yeah, tell me. So one of the guys is rich, one's poor. I'm assuming this uh, sort of unwinds how that came to be. <laughs> and let me guess, at no point in here are there any issues of like externalities or systemic things or, or anything like that, right? It's just, hey, why don't you just control F bootstrap for me? <laughs> and then let me wager, then I can be rich. I mean, you know, you you can spend your time on these little uh, side streets, Jake, of uh, whether or not, you know, Robert Kiyosawi. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, is that his name? I know his first name is Robert. I know the first couple syllables of the last name. Because, you know, when I walk by. I'm not going to get all of to, them. To reference, to reference something from last week. When I walked by and saw the cover of the book, I've only heard of that book. Like, I, I don't uh -huh. know that I've ever actually seen it. I definitely had, like, a, a high school girlfriend's mom, you know, gift it to me. Like, yeah, <laughs> awesome. okay. Yeah. And I didn't realize that God, this how man rich is, would uh, you be right now if you'd read it? Oh, I know. I, you know, probably could have married her, the mom. Uh, <laughs> I didn't realize that this man was of Asian descent when I first saw the cover because I looked at it for a brief moment and I was like, now, how the fuck did I not know Wayne Newton wrote that book? <laughs> like, Maybe it's just because just last week we yeah. referenced Wayne Newton, a lot of so Wayne I Newton somewhat talk. had his extremely confusing face in my in my brain, and he only barely like I could only barely catch a, a glimpse of it, and I was like, "Son of a bitch, that's versatility right what there." Wayne Newton do? wrote that book. Huh? <laughs> now the Bachelor thing makes a lot more sense. <laughs> Yeah. Um, All right, dude. Yeah, I think that both just probably yeah. like Noah Surgeon. The, yeah. The commonality. Yeah. yeah. And, that, and that surgeon is now the rich dad. Because, uh, <laughs> yeah. <cleaned> up. <laughs> All right, man. Have a great time. All right, bro. I'll talk to you. Yeah. That's it for tonight. The high school special is next, so until tomorrow. For everyone who's been a part of this one, I'm TC and Jake. We do thank you for watching. Good night.